Hello, welcome back to another Muscle in the Hustle podcast. It's bright and early. Well, it's not it's half nine on a Thursday morning. Tony's decided to put clothes on, which is great. Great for me. There's a bad view there for a while. You like the boxers fresh. I didn't like when you started windmilling. You asked, so don't complain. <laughs> you ask, and I, I, it's like ordering something at the restaurant, and then the waiter gives you it, and you complain. It's what you asked for. <laughs> Back well, to the analogies. You're lucky that wasn't plumbing. But let's continue. Big weekend? Stressful weekend? Uh, yeah, to an extent, yes and no. Like, you know, managing work with any event going on is usually a bit nuts, but it just didn't help you in your way. And like I don't understand this. Like when you go to a place and the Wi Fi sucks balls, like but that is such a big thing now, even just oh, for working, Joe. Yeah. And I I don't know why, but I I tried to get a partial sent to the Airbnb, so it was there as I arrived, and it just turned into a shit show. And I have to pay the Airbnb lady twenty quid to, for an hour to go in, pick it up, and post it out to me. So don't even ask. <laughs> and you will love what it is. Wait till it is. I'll tag you that whenever it comes. You will fucking love it's it. Mickey. Something for you. Yeah. All right. I thought it was something for Hillary. They're looking smaller. Strong. No, I'm not. I'm, I hate you. You're not. You're, you're the exact opposite <laughs> of confidence booster. Bring, bring me down. Right. Have you broke a hundred? Have you broke a hundred kilo yet? Not in the morning. I broke it at night. But sure, you were ninety nine point eight or something. No, I was. I'm ninety eight point seven all week. I haven't moved one bit. I know if I break that, I go for a high. Like if I go for an off plan meal, I'll I'll see it. But I don't want to see it like that. I don't want to see it for a day. I want to see it for like a week or two, you know? Aye, right. Uh, so 98.7, so I'm about two, two pounds off it. So I should have it now in the next three weeks max. Big day there. Oh my God, I'm going to throw a party, Mickey. It's going to be unbelievable. <laughs> that's like a that's like a three-year, four-year goal for me. And you know what will happen is I'll stand on the scale and go, oh, great. Now 105. <laughs> uh, well, that's, it's a never-ending thing. That's kind of like a wee bit like our, our our topic that hit home in the was it the last podcast, the podcast before, right at the end, we started talking about money and stuff, financial stuff. Yeah, a lot uh, of people wrote to me about that too. So money mindset. Strange one. It's something that I think, like I always say there's three types of people. Like as I said, you know, there's like the the people who don't want to talk about money. There's people who all want to just want to talk about money and try and show it off. And then there's people in the middle that know what they're talking about. We'll talk about it was brought up. It's just one of the things where it's like it is a taboo subject. It's almost like bad to talk about. It's becoming more public now because people are trying to wrap people in the sales course and stuff, but it's definitely something her it would have been taboo a couple of years ago, I reckon. Yeah. I will still for a lot of people they just it's something they will not talk about then even when it comes to a point of the bank asking them stuff you know like if you're yeah. going for a loan how much do you earn a year and you're kind of like fuck you know why do you need to know this yeah it's one of them things like even whenever like I was in getting my trying to sort of pension every day like and they ask you what you make in a year roughly or what you make everything and it's sort of a very it's a very per- although it shouldn't be it's a very personal it has no it is no determined on your worth like money is no determined whether you're the richest man on the planet or whether you're you've not two pennies just rubbed together it doesn't change your actual physical worth but it's one of the things where when somebody asks you it does feel like that because there's such an emphasis in society on like where you fall depending on money brackets do you know what I mean yeah yeah well people it's, the people love people love to 
to put people in the pigeonhole of upper class, lower class, fucking, you know, all that. They love to, you know, put people in one of them frames so they can, I don't, I don't even know why they would care about that shit, but it's a, it's a strange one. It's a strange one. Well, it's a strange one. I never really got like classists, you know, um, I would have, I see, I would have all comes from like beliefs you get from your parents or people around you. Like I was saying the last one about like last week about like Joe, you're told like, oh, that person's driving a Ferrari, definitely a dickhead. Joe, yeah. like you're, you're taught and you do notice that. Like if, you, if anybody's like that, like if anybody's like, like my dad would have worked in, in a factory, mom would have been a hairdresser than a manager and then on the six and on. And it's one of the things where you, you would almost be, they wouldn't have drilled that into you, but it's almost like people around you would have said it. And then over time, it's it sort of came and you, you, you sort of catch yourself when people drive by you and stuff in nice car. And you, I would have been like that when I was younger, like 12, 13, 14. I would have been like, oh, decade bores now. Yeah. I'm always like, fuck, I wonder what they do for a job. I bet you it's unreal. They must have a great lifestyle show. Now I'm almost like inspired by it. Whereas before, I would have looked at it like, what a wanker. So I think there's two ways you can look at it. And you'll definitely know people around you that almost hide away from it and don't want to see it. And then there's people who almost are inspired by it. And it's nice to see both sides of the coin. Now, I'm not saying inspired by money, but do you know what I mean? It's, a wee bit, it's yeah. such a strange one. It's it's a, a I think it's, it's a real Irish thing, I think. Do you? Do you not think that's like an English thing? Or no, I, I don't know. Uh, well, I, I can't speak. I can't speak if it is, but I know it's a real Irish thing. If someone, you see someone in a nice car, you see someone nicely dressed, the first thing people goes into their mind going, he must be dodgy or fucking at you, in, in small towns in Ireland, somebody's driving a nice car through, it's all drug dealer. <laughs> drug dealer has to be a drug dealer. Yeah. That's no, what I, I, I know it's, or it's uh, all bank owns everything, bank owns everything, leased everything, you know, doesn't own a fucking thing. Um, you know. Yeah. Like my, do you know, my one's actually thought I used to be a drug dealer when I was younger. Which is hilarious. Uh, I used to go to tech, and whenever I used to drive dad's car to tech, there was a period of about three to four months where it could keyed religiously. Like, it could keyed every time I went into anywhere. Like, I would have been parked outside work at the swim pool, would have got keyed. Who bought? Would have been parked. Did you ever find out? No. You never no, find out to this day. No, never find out. I had hunches, but I've asked them straight. And Joe, when you ask them, you're like, no, it's sometimes you know when people are lying. I'm like, oh, I still don't know whether you're 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 telling the truth or not. It's one of the things where, honestly, it could have been anybody. Joe, person in parties, it got keyed. And so the worst thing was, it wasn't like a. Do you know like wait, wait, if you and I'm just. Do you know like when me and you key cars, Mickey, like yeah. the the ones in the Lisbon Road stuff. You would just start at the front and go to the back while you walk. Uh, These ones had like circles around the 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 handles and all. Do you want to get into the car? Oh. So like somebody would have keyed front to back like one day and then maybe like three weeks later or two weeks later be in work and the like a circle around the handle would be done. What about a male or female? Who, who would have been? Aye. At the time, a lot of people thought it was a fe- one, one or two females, but I don't know. Like that would be very fucking heavy. Like it would have only been about 19 at the time. Uh, but I think... I honestly wouldn't know who it was, but it was one of the things just when you said about drug dealing, because I remember coming home and dad was like, you're definitely dealing drugs. You're definitely, like, why else would you be getting your car keyed? Like, what, who, what's going but on? But does, does your dad think the Raz key in yours instead of doing these? 
the most of I was like if anything to leave like because I know the fellas that were dealing drugs whenever I was in uni and like they got crutches left at the doors and stuff uh, and bullets through the, yeah like a mask card bullets through the door the the ladder box and crutches left outside the door I think a crutch is a bit of a scary one to be honest uh, uh, didn't get any of that but I was just just I don't know why it ever happened I just assumed it was around the time when I started like posting fitness. And I don't know whether it was just friction from that or it could have been just coincidence. I always just assumed it was somebody that obviously just didn't get along with me and just took it thick, but I've, I, I don't know, I just thought I'd bring that up. But yeah. If you're uh, if you're the if you're the person that was key in Tony's car and you're listening to the podcast, come forward. We'd love to have you a guest on the show to see. I'm not even mad, I wouldn't even be thick. I would actually I see what your mindset was be at least you were consistent about it. You know, that's what I'll give them. Consistency is key in everything you do in the world. It's one of the things I would pay five hundred pounds just to know who it was and what 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 happened in that situation. What if, they, what if they keyed the raptor? Oh man, that crack! <laughs> that's that's one of the reasons why I didn't get. Uh, I didn't actually get the side of the car fixed for like a year. It took a full year because I was like, "What's the point of me getting it sprayed to then get keyed again?" So I left it for like a year and a year and a bit. I used to drive around with this fucking big keyed side in the car and I, that's one of the reasons why I never bought anything nice I just thought you know what these guns are going to fucking rack it it's going to be an absolute shit show so, <laughs> uh, you need a stepladder now to get fucking key in the side of the Raptor somebody drove into the back of it they were waking they'd rack their car it didn't rack their car I was parked I parked and somebody was parking behind me and they nudged it while I was out across the road and I went over and was like you stupid fucker and uh I sort of ha- a semi cracked up. I roared down the whole of Hill Street. Like, I, I actually shouted, like, I go, oh, hi. And then I realized, like, oh, fuck, I look like a lunatic here. <laughs> but whenever I went over, I realized that they had just drove into my tailbar and there was a really scratch my tailbar or tailbar, sorry, not tailbar. That's what you know. And they, they had a dent in their yoke. So I was like, oh, I'm hopping off. And they were like, oh, that's dead on. No worries. As long as you're okay. And I was like, fucking rights. I think this thing's fucking immaculate and you're fucking driving in the fucking back of it, you lunatic. You're roaring down Hill Street like a big fucking bodybuilder. It didn't look good. No, it looked complete like fucking roid rage lunatic coming at you. And I was like, oh. And then whenever I got over the car, it was like a woman. And I was like, oh, this is a disaster. Oh, so I was like, Jesus I just looked, Christ. I just looked like an absolute <laughs> lunatic. But I was like, at the same time, Joe, you did just crash into my car and it's practically brand new. So I was like, and she shouldn't have parked there anyway. It was one of them places. And this fries my head. It says on the side of it, no parking at any time. This is a working entrance. Joe, like to the back of like a shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't park there. That's not where you park. Uh, I'm uh You helmet sucker. Uh, uh, <laughs> right, money mindset, money mindset. So fill me in. Like, would you say, like, like I know we went over the law of attraction and stuff, but do you believe in, like, a case of when it comes to money, one, it does make you a bad person, but do you feel like it limits people that have them beliefs about money? Like, I can't earn that, or that money makes you a bad person. I think that limits you to actually making actually decent money to an extent because I think that would have held me back. Yeah, I think so. I'm a, I, I, I do think it is changing. I think people now are more open to, uh, you know, like we all have that one or two friends who make ridiculous money by seemingly doing a task that's no different than somebody else. Like I have, I have a couple of mates that, like now you're talking for 10 years, I've been working in England, Sparks, and there was always, yes. always like, boys were like, oh, he's making X amount a day, X amount a week, and X. And you'd be like, fuck, he couldn't be making that. Sure, he's doing the same work as you are, but you're doing it here. And he's like, I know, but he's just fucking, you know, that's what he's getting. And then we would, you no, know, we'd say to the guy, you know, and he's like, ah, yeah, yeah, just struck it lucky. 
and you'd be like, yeah. you'd be like, fuck, and it's never changed him. You wouldn't know. Like, you would never know just he, he's getting paid a ridiculous amount of money for doing the same job as one of his best friends doing in Belfast. But you get all their people that start earning more money. It changes everything about themselves. They change their lifestyle. Because I kind of I kind of think that people are wait, the people that are waiting and, and yearning to make more money is because they want to change their lifestyle. And they think that by making more money, it makes them a more important person in a way or a better person or something I don't know social standing it's hard to know you always get that there's people to some that, extent though I don't give it like as much as I don't value it it does change people's perception of you 100% if you have like prime example and this is not me being sexist it works both ways as a male or female if somebody has a large amount of money I don't care what he says. It usually do Usually, will find the other side. They usually do pull better to an extent. I don't care what he says. Like oh, success, I... it's more like success, not the money. If that makes sense, like that's quite an attractive. Tr like it may be different if you're if you've inherited the money or something. I don't know, but it's one of the things where like it's the reason why you see gold diggers. Like that is the reason why it's 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 not because they're attracted to the man. They're attracted to the money, and it's that sort of thing. Of that does have. Yeah. some level of power to an extent I don't care over certain individuals not everyone like not everybody will care but at the same time you will notice like if you ever see like dating shows and stuff people do say ambition Joe successful they want people that are doing well for themselves and I think that's because money is security to an extent and if you looked at that like remember we were talking about that Maslow's hierarchy of needs yeah. like mo money is it goes like as I was saying like physical needs which is like your water your sleep the second one is security like money a, house, a roof over your head like if somebody's extremely wealthy usually you're secure and that is like the second need so people do gravitate towards that I find and you will see that with certain individuals like I know rightly I know people that were going out with people and then they became single but because they're a lot better off now maybe they're coaching and they're doing well for themselves like they're getting a lot more attention than they would have before and it's probably from that to an extent yeah 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 it definitely works both ways too yeah like it's people there there is always going to be the gold diggers yeah there's always going to be gold diggers there's always going to be people who are attracted to someone initially by maybe their car maybe their clothing maybe they're wearing designer stuff um yeah there's always going to be that for the initial and i mean no, some of them aren't it may have got somebody's attention they're not all in it for that but it is. That's like, it, saying, that's like saying, have you, have you been watching Love Island, though? I watched the last night's episode, just. Good man, yeah, that's complete lies. You've been watching every No, day. no, I have only watched last night's episode. <laughs> like, one of them did make a good point. Like, I was watching it last, I watched the last half an hour last night, I didn't get in early enough, but, uh, like, one of them made a very good point, and it was like, so you, you don't marry somebody initially based on their personality. There has to be attraction of some sort, whether it's, physical whether it's joe if even if it's what initially you see them wearing or what they're driving as much as people don't like that does attract in the first place and then personalities will stay like you don't fucking yeah. have sex with a personality in the first time do you know what i mean it's attraction i don't give a fuck what he says yeah, well i i i said i've been saying that for years not as not as harshly as that but if you're if you're in a club and you see a girl you don't look at her and go fuck i bet you she's she's got a gorgeous personality I bet yeah, no, I bet you she's lovely inside. It's the initial go, oh <laughs> she's got my attention. And then you speak there and go, Oh, she's actually a really nice person. Nobody looks at someone walking going, Fuck a bet you she's a great personality. 
No, that's yeah. just it. Always the initial, the very initial first thing is always going to be something that's really, you know, like looks, dress sense, uh, style. You know, it's always going to be something really basic like that. It's never going to be anything too deep. And that's yeah. where people be like, oh, it's just all surface, all surface. And you're like, but that's always going to be the initial. And anything, even if you yeah, meet, even if you meet someone, for like if me and you were going into business together, or initial business meeting, it's just going to be what you exude. It's not going to be, oh right, he's a bit of a cocky cunt, but deep down he's a real good lad. It's like, oh, he's just a cocky bastard. You know, you're not. It's that's where I think. Love Island, Love Island, in a way, is just like a big. It's it's like a big, real version of Tinder. When they walk down yeah, and meet each other at the start, I know what you mean. It's yeah. it, but then the one thing about Love Island, we were talking about, you know, like people successful. Not, I've noticed a lot of like them gears and all are mad on the tradies, as they call them, like builders and all. I don't know if it's like man's man. I don't know, but then also somebody when I was chatting with one of the boys at the weekend about it, they were like, "Yeah," but he goes, "They all have their own companies." He goes, "So in an in an inverted way, he goes, they're making big dough, but it's not like going. Yeah, I wanna, I want, I like all them Essex boys. They're like, oh, I'm in the tradies. You're like, yeah, because them boys build houses, and he goes, they have loads of fucking money. He goes, they're the boys that have the cash now. Oh, interesting. He goes, See, and I, used, I never thought about it that way. And he goes, like, it's not as if they're going, oh, I'd love to go out with a labourer. It's like, I like tradies. I like boys, like boys that own their own electrical companies and plumbers because they're making yeah. a fucking hand over fist. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't, I would never have caught on to that. Yes, you know, I wouldn't have either. I think as well, too, like, it's interesting because there is, like, it's funny because there's traits there, like, where I was watching it and... You can get very like see watching stuff like that to warp your head because stuff like that would make you feel it can make you feel inadequate because the girls describe what they like and some of them are well actually this season they're not great but a case of that's my personal taste like but a case of and they'll describe so and it'll be like the exact opposite of what maybe you are as a person like for example like you could describe something completely different and you'd be like fuck do you know what i actually think she's good looking and she wouldn't find someone like me attractive but that's the initial phase and then it goes from there i don't know how we went from money this but them ones are money hungry bastards <laughs> well you see that you have to think that in the first place to go on the love would you go on? like what i go on would you go on love if you got offered it would you go on no if you were if you were single open and it was all good would you go on no 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 you know who see no i won't even tell that story I was going to tell a story there. Nah. Tell it anonymous. Don't say anything. Right. So, a guy I know, Ben. <laughs> a guy I know, Ben, is a talent scout for Love Island, right? And he comes to me every every year and says, Do you know anybody that would suit the. It would suit the, you know, the, the demo? And I was like, No, not really. And then I thought of someone, and you know this person as well. And I said to Ben, I've got a mate who does this, does that. And Can I have an initial or a first name? Or? You, well, he's the reason I know you. Oh, my you. God, I know who it is. And I know who it is. he goes, find out, is he single? And is I from Lurgan? Aye. <laughs> and yeah, I text him. I text him, and I was like, here, mate, are you <laughs> I was like, lad, that's a weird question. Are you single? And he's like, no, I'm going out with He had only started going out with a girl at the time. And I was like, no bother, why? And I was like, because I've got a, a talent scout from Love Island that is really interesting because of what you do as a profession and what you do in your spare time. He says, you're perfect. 
He is perfect. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the name because no, no, no do not, do not, do not, just in case, do what? not. He turned it down because he was steady. He done the right thing there. He's done no harm. Right. <laughs> so the person is Sean McCormick, 100%. Is that right? Oh, that's right. Aye. I fucking knew it. Because as you go, he'd be perfect for it. I was like, oh, he would be. Because we were in station one night. So Sean used to work with me in Springer's firefighting. But like tall, has good shot, all there, but does have a man aside. But the thing is, they always, we used to watch it in station. <laughs> Uh, and the police used to turn around to him and go, you would fit in there perfect, Sean, all the time. Like, every time it used to be on. And you do, you wouldn't think this, but, like, you're talking to a group of grown men in between fire calls. Ten of us. <laughs> it's sitting watching Love Island every night of day. Like, and uh, so if anybody walks by Springfield Fire Station uh, during this season, maybe not now, but it was like that whenever we were there. And we used to say that. I just knew when you said that. Uh, yeah, like, it's, it's, see... It's a tricky one. It's one of them things which is it's quite interesting. It's just such a weird. I thought it's such a you have to be willing to go in there, and I, I think at this, I think at the same time, it, it's it's difficult to call. It's one of them ones where it's just it's it's completely different to anything else, and a lot of people go in there just for the money. I reckon. Well, it's like dude, the way I look at it is, and I was saying this to. Like yeah, he was. Uh, we have actually a, a fella put up a post about it, and it was like an off slip of James Smith's post. Um, it's like doing a degree in three weeks or a month or whatever, how long it lasts for. You're doing this. You're doing this show to hopefully get a career out of the end of it. Hundred percent. You're getting a career though. You're gonna get a follow. Well, see, I I'm looking at these ones at the moment, and I don't think any of these ones are ever getting a career out of this, except for the guy with the beard and the shit tattoo in his leg. He's only, Is that the smaller fella? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only guy that I'm looking at going, yeah, he might have something after this. The rest of them are fucked. Like, they're too dull. Yeah, you, yeah. that's what I was going to say. You, you, they're not the... Not that they're not the brightest, but it's one of the things where you're like, you see people and you're just like, fuck... This conversation is very, but you don't know what the show. It's all just tally, I suppose. Well, it's all new, you know. But let's get back to the money to wrap it up, right? What what about this? Is it scarcity and abundance? Is that the the main the two main sets? Feast or famine? I feast or famine. I. I think uh, in my sense, it really comes down to the individual. Like for me, I think the self limited belief is what people think they can actually make. Uh, Do you find yourself focused on never having enough? No. See, the thing is, my lifestyle is going to change now over the next couple of months because I'm going to go traveling and stuff. But the one thing I would say is I do focus on income targets, like 100% is progress, but it's not so that I can go, look how much I've made or this or that. And maybe to some extent, like you do, like I would, like I'd be lying if I didn't like to say I'm seen as successful. Like, that would be a complete lie. Yeah. Because it, it does probably inflate your ego slightly. And that's just me being really, really honest about my own self, which is probably an insecurity to some extent, whether you deep down luck. Because, like, why would I need to be seen as that if I'm completely successful? You know, do you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's, I definitely do chase it to an extent, but I almost look at it like progress for my business because my business means a lot to me rather than yeah. I need this amount of money to buy this or do that. Like, the only thing I bought out of my coaching money is either property and the only thing I bought for myself is that lazy tub spa last year any holidays you bought a car you mad that, bastard 
that wrapped her, yeah, the three <laughs> things, because I had a meet with my business mentor, and he said that I wasn't spending anything on myself. I was just making it and stockpiling it for houses. So that's one of the reasons why I bought that. I remember messaging you around it and being like, I don't spend it. Uh, whereas it's different if you make every penny and then you're splashing it. You're gathering it for the wrong – you're gathering oh, it for your lifestyle. But I think there's a certain stage as well. Like, I know PTs that make – and this is me being dead straight. I know PTs the whole way that make from 1500 pound a month – to about a hundred grand a month. Like I know them all. Like it ranges from 1,500, 5, 10, 15, yeah. 20, 30, 40. And see after about five, five, maybe five plus grand, unless you start living a very fucking mad lifestyle, doesn't change you. doesn't yeah. change what you do. Maybe 10, like over, it, it doesn't like, the difference between making a hundred grand in the middle, like yes, you might have a wee bit more clever property and you can invest more and you can maybe live a wee bit more luxurious, but like, you can still live away for the rest of the year. You can still live at home. You're still safe. It's, yeah. it's all down to what lifestyle you want to live. And I think uh, it definitely is a feast or a famine. I think people get caught chasing a rabbit. Like I know somebody mentally and I know him personally. And I remember meeting him the first time and his screensaver was 1 million. That's how much he wanted to make. In oh, a year? The individual. Or he just wanted to yeah. have it on a, on a, no, he, want, one time. he wanted to make, he wanted to make a million in a year. That was his goal. And, I met him about a year and a half later, maybe about 18 months later, I met him in person again. And it, it, I always just remember the screensaver because he's always got his phone somewhere near him. And then I remember him clicking on his phone and I goes, oh, it's still the same. And he goes, no, 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 no. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, there's an extra zero there, it's 10 mil. So he hit the mill? I was like, he hit the mill easy. Uh, but the thing Christ. is, if you ask me as a person, I'm not name the individual. Give us the address? <laughs> uh, I know who it is. It would. I don't know because it's it's a wee bit different, but it's one of them things where I didn't really know him well, and it was one of them oh, things right, where right, he just said, he said off the <laughs> said off the bat, and it, it's one of the things where like he still doesn't look like he's changed. Yeah. Well, you get the you know. I he's find that Joe, he still looks unhappy. I uh, you see you're chasing the dragon, hey. You're chasing to an extent, extent. Like there's different individuals, and certain people will say that, and certain people won't. But like, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I'm false reading. But I think he's only happy now the last while because he's really looked inwards rather than yeah. looking externally. And I think it's like I seen somebody post put up a post the other day, and it was about. And I don't mean to go on a rant. I loved it. It was like somebody put put in their Q and A, and I really think I got a lot from this. It was like best books to to help with self-development and where you like fulfillment and happiness and he just he just put up a thing going don't read any books spend time by yourself figuring out who you are what you want to be and everything you need is already there because when you read a book you don't learn no you just you rediscover things that you've forgotten like to an extent now in in self-development like when somebody says joe spend time journaling like you fucking know you should be doing that you know you should be spending time thinking just thinking about insecurities what makes you happy but actually looking internally rather than externally and i think that's where people fall down with the money mindset they're trying to fill and i definitely have done this whenever i was younger you try and fill a hole of unhappiness with something else whether it's women whether it's gym whether it's money you're just trying to fill it up because you're you're something missing and you don't know what it is and until you look internally you don't you, you're, you're just plugging it with shit and that's where addiction all comes from i think to be honest as well yeah no that's that's a hundred percent um i think that's the wisest thing i've ever said i always I say to people you have to be okay in your own company. You have to be okay alone. The time when you can sit in your own thoughts, get to know yourself, is when you will really start to develop. 
It's all right surround. No, I always look at like the real popular guys that are never on their own. That are, like are always surrounded by five, six, seven, eight, nine friends. You know, at all times, can't be on their own. Every time they're free, they're looking something to do. Whereas you develop more when you're there on your own. You know, we talked about it. People develop more during lockdown when they were locked down their own. They found out a lot about themselves. They found out they had issues. They found out they were actually really strong individuals. But it's yep. uh, yeah, it's um. You can get caught in that race of always chasing more, always chasing more money. But then I know guys too that worked like always chased the money, chased everything, chased everything, chased everything, got to a certain level and and a good age and just went, sold everything, goes, that's me. And you're like, fuck. And now they're sitting early 40s, mid 40s with a great lifestyle, a fucking shit ton of money in the bank. Go, no, that's me done now. Let's, it's time to build a family. It's time to spend more time with my family. And they only do wee pet projects now. But until that point, he literally, like, like I never seen somebody work like this guy worked before. But he had a goal. And he was like, right, I've got this number as a target. When I hit that, that's me done. I'm out. And you see boxers yeah. that got, and MMA fighters that got that... But theirs is more about their health. They hit this target and go, yeah, that's okay. I'm done now. I'm okay to I'm okay to move on. I've 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 done what I, I set out to do. And uh I'm all for people with strength that can do that. Um but it is bad. It's very difficult though, because it becomes like an addiction. Oh I money money's one of the biggest addictions. Greed is a fucking greed's a great a great fucking Greed's a dead it's a deadly sin. Like it's one of those seven, like isn't it? So oh, yeah. Like they, the God, like if you're in the religion, like they rate that as bad as like I honestly don't know the rest of them. Like there's gluttony, it's gluttony greed, yeah. Yeah, uh, no gluttony is a is another seven deadly sin. Like there, do you know what I mean? I think lust and all is in there too. So like it shows you, it shows you where like the the categories that is like a bad thing. But yeah, I think it, it really is. It's tr- it's such a tricky field to navigate because I feel like there's a middle ground. But this is a prime example of it. And like chasing the rabbit is a really good expression for people because people will go for it. It's like oh, this could make my life better. But to an extent, it's what you make of it. Like I know. There's probably very few people, whenever they are, like my my mom obviously suffers with depression at the time, but whenever she's actually not run down with whatever's annoying, she's probably the happiest, most content person there is. Yeah. And if I turn around to her, like I remember turning around years ago and saying like, I'll cover the rest of the mortgage. She's like, we don't need it. Like we don't really plan on living like a, a matter lifestyle. Like if you pay this, it's just going to be money you're cycling away. Like, if I, like I remember offering her like whenever I bought my dad a car, I remember like hitting around her like a following like a couple weeks later yeah like she would just be like oh do you know like uh, how's the car going just chatting shite whatever she was saying and I just remember coming, bringing me to one side and she was like I know what you're doing I know you like the back of my hand and she was like it would actually make like it would make zero difference to my life if there was a shiny car outside like she's just like zero if anything it, I, I would be annoyed that you swapped out my car that I like for something just fancier. Uh, yeah. And I really like that as a, as a trait in person because that shows that their happiness comes from internally rather than yeah. external things like having a cup of tea and talking rather than driving a brand new Lamborghini. I know that's obviously not what's going to be my mom, but a case of all of some crack driving. She, was, she would look well driving a Lambo. <laughs> the <laughs> dog, so the dog in the front seat beside her. Maybe a wee minute. Do you know what I could get her? Do you ever see the wee ones the kids drive? Do you know like the, <laughs> the, char- the wee charge with battery ones? Well, your ma's taller than you for fuck's sake. Uh, yeah, but I meant weight. Li- like it's got a weight limit. I wouldn't be able to get a Nadler. That's true. Uh, 
Yeah, so I don't know. It's one of the things I think it, it's just such a different minefield. It's just so, so... I think whenever you, you think about your own beliefs for money or what you're trying to get, if people are trying to get it, whereas if you're content with it, like, I know, it's like me and Carly McKenna talked about this in her podcast the other week, and it was like, people that aren't happy until they go to a certain place, I'll be happy when I move to Australia. See, if you're not happy where you are now, you are not going to be all of a sudden way happier in a different country because you're not changing who you are. You're just changing what you're surrounded by. Yeah. So, like, I remember she was talking to me and she was like, oh, you coming out to Australia? Something? I was like, absolutely, definitely. And she was like, like, what do you think it'll be like? And I was like, the exact same as home, just somewhere. Like, I was like, because I'll be doing the exact same things. Whereas it, it, it's one of the things where I think if you move and you think, right, this is going to be a big change for my life. Now, for some individuals, it may be. But I just know rightly, like, you see people, and if they're running away from a problem traveling or they're trying to fill something in ex, like with external oh, yeah. travel, it's just like putting a plaster, plaster or a bullet wound. Like, uh, you're not really fixing what's annoying you. Internal problems will follow you everywhere. If it's an external problem that's the ex- and the problem lives in fucking Yuri and you move to Sydney, yeah, it'll help it. But if it's an yes. internal issue, the internal issues will travel you everywhere you go and a bit of sun likely. Now likely won't fucking solve that problem. But I, I don't definitely know. feel see in terms of the money mindset too, I definitely feel that one of the biggest things with me actually becoming more financially free was definitely that one of our like I got a mentor and we started talking about targets and he was setting them higher and higher and higher. I was like, this is nuts. And then Whenever I was in like the meeting, the meetups and stuff in person, and you're talking to individuals and they're going, I made X amount, I've done this, I've done that, and you're going, fuck. Well, like he's just a normal bloke. Like I know him. And I think when you're surrounded by individuals like that, it changes your opinion of what's actually possible. Like your environment dictates your growth 100%. Because if you see, if it's like, do you ever see that quote? It's like, if all your friends are millionaires and there are six of you and five of them are millionaires, you're going to be the sixth. Like, you're not going to be the only person. You're not just going to be broke. You're going to level up. You're going to learn more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Now, not the same extent, but it is that idea of, like, if five of your mates are into the gym and you're the sixth, like, you're more than likely going to end up going to the gym at some See, stage. I don't know if that's true. Do you not believe in, like, the environment dictates the growth at all? It, I no, do. I, I do. I do when it when it comes down to it, when, it, when it's, something, it's something very, like, like I know guys four or five there's always that one guy in the group of good footballers who is absolutely shite oh absolutely like so like if it's something to do like skill wise I don't think it's transferable work rate I think work rate's transferable skill wise isn't transferable but work rate probably yeah work rate probably definitely is um yeah, it's I mean, different I, if you if you if you if, if if you're hanging around with a load of boys and they play professional football and you've never played before, you're not becoming a professional uh, footballer. Yeah, I agree with you. It's one of the things where there's certain things, and I hate this. Do you ever see people that are like, "Oh, I had to cut off people to grow"? Like, there's an extent with that as well. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with hanging around with people because they're good fun. There's yeah. nothing wrong. I fucking hate when people are like, "Oh, you know, all the way on that." Like, I still hung around with the same fellas. Yeah for years even when I was building coaching the only reason I'm not as close now is just because I'm, I'm floating about and working I'm doing my own thing but like if I ring Shane one of my best mates like there's we meet up and it's just like literally we're back at school having a crack and I love that you know it's yeah. really good it's different if the person is like massively <laughs> negative on your life now that's when you fucking yes. uh, but not if someone's just like oh, all them boys are in into oh, oh, doing is drinking and having the crack and I yeah. want to do this that's that's just what they're into that's not like 
oh, if I run about with them, it's going to bring a real negativity to my yes. life. No, that's a bit different. But here we've got a we've we've got a good question from our, I, I'd say from our only English, <laughs> our only English listener. Well, maybe there's more than one. But. Oh God. Right is now, this is a long one, Tony. This is just for you. This is just for oh, you. Shit. You're going to earn your money in this one, <laughs> right? Oh fuck. Question for Tony. <laughs> Not he made clear it wasn't for me here, right? Right. Yeah, well, thank you for making it direct Diet is 80% clean. Hitting proteins daily. Calories never over maintenance. Feel stronger, more muscular. Training four to five days a week. Tough sessions. 15 minutes less cardio post workout. Only drop two kilo weight in two weeks, but feel better and stronger. Is there a reason I'm dropping, not dropping more BF? Be a, oh, drop more body, body fat. <laughs> I was gonna say best friend. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, personally, you you need to chill the fuck out. Uh, you're losing a kilo a week, which is two point two pounds. So you're losing about a third of a pound a day. Is that right? And ruin that like four kilos is about two four point. Sorry, two kilos by four point four pounds and run that. Yeah. So you've lost about four and a half pounds in fourteen days. So you're losing weight perfectly. Uh, Honestly, don't like you could probably if you, whenever you start losing half that weight a week, not point five, I would make a change. If you want to go more aggressive, completely do and go lower in calories, go higher in cardio, go higher in steps. But you need to realize there's this middle ground between that and and I think a lot of people get this fucked up is like see when you're dad and there's two, there's three main options and this is my mate, this is me being dead. Just, there's going super fast, right? And you'll get a little fat loss really really quick, and then you'll hit a brick wall and you'll not be able to get that last bit. Now, if you already leaned in, you can dad super fast because you'll still get the last bit. He was the, you, this guy was he was in good nick a while ago. I did look at a few of his pictures, and yes, yeah, so it's getting back on really. Yeah, he, I would say he, well, he said he says he was one hundred eight kilo. Now he's one hundred six kilo, but he's a, he's a big dude. Like he looks, he's fucking tall. Like. Um, yeah, so percentage wise, like him losing a kilo is completely different to somebody eighty kilos losing a kilo. Yeah. Like, yeah, but in the same sense, I would still say like a kilo a week is loads and don't try and dad too fast because you'll struggle because if you, the other option is that super slow and you see fuck all progress and you burn out because it's so slow. And then there's that middle ground where like it's like not slow fat loss, not super fast where you're losing like a fucking stone every two weeks. Like you could probably speed up like a kilo and a half. To do that, you just need to make more changes. See this idea of wherever you've got your maintenance calories to from, they're probably if it's a calculator or something that could be slightly off and your maintenance will change as you dad because your metabolism will slightly regulate so in my opinion you you're locking things too fast and what about like, the 80 percent clean thing that was the first thing that came to my mind when he said 80 percent dad if, you, if you're 80 percent dad but you said you're never above calories i don't know what you mean 80 percent clean food 20 percent dirty that's fine as long as the calories are, i, I think 80%. i think he probably means convenience you know 80 percent uh, like prepping and twenty percent non prep, you know, like fucking, I don't know, like. And are the if the calories are equal, that's fine, fine, yeah. no issue. But if you're eighty percent on the money, and then every third, or, like eighty percent, would mean every fifth day you don't track or you're over calories. That's that'll shoot you in the foot. I think once me, I know you'll be annoyed to hear this. You can go faster if you want. Just make more changes. Go more aggressive. 
But I would just ride it out. And if you lost two kilos in two weeks, that's fine. What about him feeling just, more stronger, more muscular? Could that mean that even though he's under maintenance, there's a bit of muscle memory coming in? Yeah, 100%. Like, bang on. You're on the money here. Like, so, like, I don't believe in the idea. You'll see coaches use this where, oh, you're not losing weight because you're gaining so much muscle. I don't give a fuck who you are. Even if you're on roids, you're not gaining enough muscle every week to not lose weight unless you're on the biggest fucking cycle of your life and you're injecting 10 times a day like you you will like look at people who can't prep like look at fucking sebum look at uh, the biggest body version in the world they still lose weight when they die they don't go up yeah so, so you, if you, to an extent, maybe that is one of the reasons why it's losing slightly slower. So that's where photos, measurements come into play. Like your arms could have went up an inch and your stomach could have went down too. So that's a big bonus. Yeah. Uh, that will level out after a couple of weeks. Like usually the, the, if you took three months off the gym, it'll take two to three months to get you back to where you were. The first thing I would be really sort of consistent with though is why have you went from good to bad shape and have you been too strict or too on the money before? And like too looking too much too fast and is that the reason you faded from fitness before because maybe managing your expectations and just slowing down enjoying it not putting as much pressure up is key yeah i would say it's, it's purely locked and i don't know i took a quick look at his uh a page because yeah, I, I, I didn't recognize like, i didn't recognize the name and that's why i looked on his page yeah, and don't rush, uh, don't rush it. chill out kilo a week is plenty don't want any more any more than that you're in a very big deficit you're going to feel in your lips i think a kilo a week is literally like people will say a pound a week i think for your size kilo a week is literally perfect yeah yeah so I would, continue I would. doing what you're doing and just write it out and you should get stronger because you're getting back in the gym so i wouldn't want to lose weight quicker if you're trying to lose weight quicker you, you're going to end up shooting yourself in the foot long term i think yeah i remember going through that myself um where at the start there was a time where i could feel tighter arms tighter shoulders tighter chest tighter everything tighter but the scale wasn't really moving that much and then all of a sudden there was one week where it just like like a big drastic drop yeah 100 percent comes and it comes and sways like comes and sways well guys tony's got a wee, uh client coming on soon or i don't know what the fuck he does with clients these days. i have a meeting with my coach meeting with his coach get on the tell me to eat more group do you have to send them pictures? Do we pose in front of the webcam? I've done them. I've done my photos now, okay. Um, you might photos know this. You. Um, Go ahead. Josh Bridgman. Yes. For anybody who doesn't know Josh Bridgman, he's a YouTuber, just got his pro card, etc., etc., etc. He doesn't get on my sebum. No, I don't know if that's right. I think it's he loves sebum. I think. I think there was a shit show between so what did you know this so for example anybody that listens josh bridgman's a pro but a pro physique competitor c-bomb is chris or chris bumstead which is like the classic physique olympian uh, and he put up a youtube video about a year and a half ago two years ago being like the comment with the most likes i'm gonna let them train with me as long as they fly out and Josh Bridgman's was getting like the most likes like all this he commented he put up loads of stuff being like please 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 comment me yeah. Joe it's a dream and uh, him and Branton Hardbody had a real big fight like a month before this yeah and Branton Hardbody I think messaged Seabum or wrote underneath for being like no way not Josh Bridgman he's just a follower grabber because that's what their fight was over so then Seabum I think removed the comment or it just got completely shot down then Joe of all the likes oh. people started liking it 
So there's beef between them two then even more so. And then that didn't come true for him and I think somebody else got it. So that's where that whole fuss between them three came from. But now Josh Bridgman and Brandon Harbody are mates now or something. I don't know. I, I try to stay out of all that. No, I was, I was listening, to, I was listening to the Muscle Mentor podcast and they, they were talking about Bridgman going to the Olympia or whatever. And then they were saying about uh, going out and training but they were like you know would you ever do the whole go out and train with people in America and change location and all this you know as people do and he says yeah sometime down the line he'll change location probably won't be uh, to the Emirates because that's where his dad's lived and then they were like go to America and train you know with some of the boys and he goes of course naturally definitely not going to be Seabum and I was like oh yeah fucking it all but it's one of the things where like I try to stay out of all that fucking shite like I'm gonna start vlogging now next week or two so you'll enjoy that Mickey <laughs> you will love that la. who's gonna edit the video see I'm just gonna do them really Ox. fucking shite <laughs> uh... you know somebody's sending my way if anybody's listening and wants a bit of work uh, and they do video work and they want paid to edit and do some of the video and for me uh, that, that is up for grabs uh, so if anybody wants to hop in there for a day a week or something where I'm home here and there let me know and I'll pay you so yeah there, there's some there's a, a job opportunity for somebody there you go Tony McAlevey making the rich richer right guys keep review wait a second check have we got any new ratings you think we have any new ratings or reviews oh fuck me uh, no because nobody listens it's just me and you uh, the listenership's up again, though, isn't it? Like people are, there's more and more tuning in. Ah, uh, yeah, no, it has gone up, by. So thank you to everybody who has listened. It actually does mean a lot. We're now up from four listeners to six. <laughs> oh, yeah, more reviews. Fuck you, cream your cacks over them reviews. You definitely have a wank over them whenever we go off. You're so horny about them. Like. I love them. I love them. Spotify bring in reviews to fuck with you. Right. right, on that note, we'll that note call our death. I'm away, I'm away to the gym. Oh, big pump. Right, thank you very much, keep reviewing, give us a like or share, or whatever the fuck goes on with us. Um, we'll see you soon.